0: Hi there. Before we start, if you're new to our podcast, thank you for tuning in to our show and we hope you will stay with us for a very long time. And if you're a regular listener, thank you so much for your continuous support throughout this period of uncertainty. We're really grateful for all of your kind words and encouragement. It has really helped this podcast to grant a great exposure as our mission is to create perspectives by the people who look like us and a woman and also people who are marginalised historically to the sign-on of conversation. So you haven't already, we encourage you to subscribe to our podcast on Omni, Apple, Google or Spotify. And of course, leave a rating and a review if you like. We also welcome engagement through our Facebook and Instagram platforms. We truly appreciate the support from you to help us to increase the visibility of different perspectives. Enjoy today's show.
1: Hey y'all, this is Jessie. Hi, this is Helen. And we are Asian Bitch Sound Under. This is Therapy Tuesdays. Helen, I'm checking in, checking in with you guys, listening. How's everyone doing? Helen, how are you?
0: Yeah, I'm doing okay. Still stuck in lockdown, but I'm managing, kind of getting used to it. You know, like once you have a routine, on a daily routine during weekdays and weekends, you kind of fall into that routine and it doesn't feel as that much pain as the initial p- period of lockdown anymore yeah what about you
1: mm. um i i'm feeling like um i have like um things in my career things related to my like creative side that have been causing me a bit of anxiety and i'm realizing that like the older i get the more i'm more aware of how anxious i get and it's like really quite disabilizing I don't know, sometimes I wake up and a thought already makes me anxious Mm. and it kind of hangs around for the rest of the day Mm. and I'm trying to learn to not beat myself up if I do feel those things. What kind of... Because Mm -hmm. I'll just like, um, I won't go into specifics but like things that I can't really actually locate Mm -hmm. and that kind of brings about more anxiety for me and so it's like, in the last week or so I've been trying to just do what I know can separate me from the anxiety of which I don't know the source of and kind of Mm -hmm. hang out with the people that I really want to hang out with who calm me like Mm c-a-l-m calming is such a important thing for my me in my life and I realized that um it's very special to be around people who like make you calm and you know like um give you a sense that you know you can sit in whatever uncertainty or anxiety that you're feeling and for that to be okay like I, I still feel kind of um my fifth chakra which I think is the blue chakra the throat chakra is always in like recently quite inflared and it's something to do with like my ability to inability rather to not be able to say what I want to say which is causing me more distressed than it should, but, um, but it's something I'm working through. So, so I think um, this is a journey that I'm continually going on. I think I, I, I just don't really understand the anxiety. Like I don't really understand the source of it exactly. It's like sometimes it just finds me and grips me for the, for the entire day and I've been going for longer and longer walks just to try and feel okay about it. But what, I think what's most troubling is that I just can't locate... I think I can locate it, but like I don't want to be able to locate the source of my anxiety, and I'm just trying to like actively brush it away, which is so fucking exhausting.
0: I find myself sometimes being anxious when I'm reading news or just before we start recording when talking about media. I just kind of turn off... For me, I just turn off all the social media. And you know how much that I'm invested... In fucking following up all the social media shit, which is quite toxic sometimes, and yeah. you know the yeah. a lot of foreigners myself that I follow, I just turn those off, and then I go and pick up a novel that kind of take me away from the current situation. Like for example, yeah. I'm reading Pachinko at the moment. Yeah, it's a different timeline. It's a different uh geographical place and my mind can just kind of my myself and immerse into that surrounding of the story. So I don't have to focus on the current shit that I'm facing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, okay. So should we get into our Sarah yeah yeah Sarah today's question. question. Um today this week that we'll be doing the category of work and I have just picked up a car. Let's have a look. Oh, okay. (laughs) Every car surprises me every time. Okay, so this week's question is How has something about your mother hampered your working life? I don't know why it's
1: mother. Yeah, really interesting. My working life. I think that I have. Something about my mother. Can you repeat that question?
0: How has something about your mother hampered your
1: working life? Hampered? I don't think anything about my mother has hampered my life. I think my working life, I think hampered is a bit strong. I think Mm. definitely my mother's always encouraged me to seek kind of like stable employment because I Mm. know that all mothers want stability and reassurance and certainty for their own child. Mm -hmm. Um, But I know myself that I, I mean, I've, followed that path for the first 10 years of my working life. But then I, get, I guess it got to a point where I just didn't enjoy what I was doing and then left teaching. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. teaching is like very, very kind of, at least a teaching position. Full-time is quite kind of um, certain mm. and predictable. But I guess from that I was able to kind of branch mm-hmm. out and like hop industries mm-hmm. into a completely different one one like the media um which is quite precarious and Mm -hmm. uncertain and there's a lot of like kind of freelance work out there that you kind of have to scuffle for i guess um i have had to kind of combat that traditional sense of like pursuing something that's kind of more nine to five i i suppose yeah Mm -hmm. what about you helen i don't really understand the question is it been isn't
0: mean meaning that is a, a negative impact of my working life is that
1: what's supposed to mean oh yeah it it's seems like a a bit of a misogynistic question actually yeah like it already assumes as well. that it the assumes mother. already that the mother is the one who has hampered your professional mm-hmm. life yeah it's a bit of a fucked up so. question
0: <laughs> yeah um if i really want to answer this question i think i haven't been really working as long as you do but for me, I think our mother has uh, influenced me, like you said, stability. But at the same time, I think she limited, I don't want to make it as a negative thing, but in fact that she has limited my or maybe our kids' ability to expand our creativity because she, her expectation of our work has always been been stable, 9 to 5, or run a business like our dad. Mm. that you are expected to have incomes or just be a housewife that you fully support your husband or your partner's work mm. Mm. um I think she wasn't like I don't want to say it in a way that I'm it seems like I'm expecting my mom to do so because from her generation that's how she grew up with certain values is definitely very different to us and her expectation of life is different to us as well but i do think that perhaps that she could have given us a bit more freedom in our creativity wise because i know that she wasn't happy about me choosing what i did in my majors in university and she didn't really ask when i was trying to pursue my masters and I just didn't think any of the things that I did throughout my work life was her expectation at all. So mm, it was very mm. different for her. I think she just wasn't really from her own response so far. I think she just wasn't really happy about whatever that I did. That's the that's the
1: how the feeling that I get. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's quite typical of migrant children, isn't it? Yeah,
0: it's just a bit hard. As in, I'm not saying that it's her fault because she wants, a, all, the, all the parents want the best for their kids. Yeah. But she just didn't think that, you know, hasn't really thought of it outside of the box, that there are plenty of the things that we can do. For example, the things that I do with charity, I never really talked to her about it because I, she's just going to think that, oh, why are you helping people being volunteering or why are you raising dogs? Mm-hmm. Um, you're not getting paid for it's not something that you will get anything in return so Mm. I, I don't really talk to her about the things I do with my volunteer work or freelance work that I picked up because I just don't feel like we had on the same frequency in talking about work
1: yeah because yeah. she our parents it's not just our mother but like um, all parents I feel especially parents from migrant backgrounds came from a generation born of this idea that your self-value and your worth as a citizen within society is very much based on how much money you make how much mm-hmm. like the, f- the sort of financial um, gains that you make is the kind of only way in which they can measure themselves you know mm, yeah. yeah and it is quite cruel and sad but like i don't judge them at all because it's just it's the it's air reality that they breathed, for them yeah you know for most of their life so it's not like they they're going to change but uh yeah that sounds like quite difficult for you helen
0: oh i i think that's why i always kept the distance with our parents when I talk, and when I speak about my work or whatever that I do, that's why it's a bit difficult to approach or even talk about it because whatever I say to them about my work, they don't seem to be interested. So mm.
1: that's,
0: I guess it's not necessarily hampered, but it just creates a barrier between us, I guess. Mm, mm. And yeah. I'm
1: sure it's a barrier that a lot of our listeners also feel. Mm. Yeah, and um, we definitely don't want to bombard people with, you know, this idea that we attack mothers um, where, like, we think actually that the question that Helen randomly pulled out of the card deck was is kind of a bit misogynistic. Yeah, it is. It is misogynistic. Like, is there a question about fathers, fathers, I wonder? Fathers,
0: yeah. Yeah, to look through yeah. the deck.
1: Uh, just speaking yeah. about mothers and fathers, this week I was writing a piece for Women's Agenda, and Helen, do you want to take a stab, I guess, at, as to the percentage of um, women who applied for paid parental leave compared to the percentage of men in the state of Queensland last oh, year? you mean,
0: oh, is, it, is
1: this in government or is it in private sectors? Or just, just like a, overall? Overall, like, okay. do you want to guess overall Queensland, Queensland families, how many percentage of mothers applied for paid parental leave compared to fathers?
0: I would say at least eighty percent of mothers compared to maybe five percent of fathers. Because I have a feeling that. Okay, well that, that doesn't make a lot temp- of fathers. That
1: doesn't make hundred percent, Helen. Do you want to make it a hundred? Oh, you mean you mean? Oh,
0: okay. Sorry.
1: <laughs> um.
0: Okay, ninety-five percent of women compared to five percent of men.
1: Okay, that's closer than a lot of the people I've asked. Um, it is ninety-nine point six percent women <gasps> and yeah. zero. Well, wait, sorry. 99.4% women and 0.6% fathers. 0. 0.6. Yeah, 0. 0.6. Not even uh, 1%. That's worse I mean, yeah, than that's I God. That is just horrifying. Like, horrifying. So this like, is in
0: Queensland.
1: Of, yeah, this is in Queensland. The most conservative state in Australia. But still, that's, like, fucked up, right? Yeah, it is very <sighs> fucked up. It's so just
0: tough. It shows that child-rearing responsibilities...
1: 99.6%
0: yeah. from women. 996 yeah. yeah. And they expect yeah, women totally. to take on the leave yeah. to care for the kids. Mm. All right. Oh, that's that's a huge it's really depressing society. news.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that's where we leave you guys this week yeah. to think about <laughs> all this Yeah, how really nothing issues. has changed from the 50s. <laughs>
0: Huh. Okay, yeah, I know, it's so bad. Anyway, thanks for listening for this week, and we'll catch up hopefully Would soon. You, um, on do a Friday. Yeah. On Friday, yeah, okay, so we'll chat to you next
1: time. Stay okay. safe. Take Bye. care, check in with yourselves, do a meditation app, feel better, guys.